Hey, what's up, guys? Back with another podcast. And I wanted to focus on how it doesn't seem that black people necessarily understand how politics are working. I don't think we're politically savvy. And it's beginning to show in a lot of entertainment shows when they debate and discuss issues that concerns the community or politics in general. Um, I'm not mad that they're discussing it. I'm definitely for it. I'm glad we're discussing it. But with all the outlets that we have to really inform ourselves of what of what's going on in politics, what tricks, what political strategies people are implementing to try to gain your vote. It's pretty concerning that we are not as savvy as we're trying to let people as we're as we're letting on. Um, for example, one of my one of my favorite shows, Hot 97. Uh, one of the DJs, his name is Ebro. He had got into a discussion with one of his coworkers is, uh, about about politics, about the reason for voting, and why his coworkers re- what his coworkers' reasons was for not voting. And they brought up some compelling mo- uh, arguments, not really the most compelling arguments. So let me take that away. But they brought up some valid reasons. Uh, but it still came away as not as informative as it could be. Um, and the telling part was you got a glimpse into how these two, there's, there's two narratives, there's two ways of thinking that it seems that is only going on in the black community. And it's very, very rare that you hear you know, somebody who's politically savvy and actually knows what's going on. So he gave a reason, one of his coworkers gave a reason for not voting was because they already rigged it. They were going to implement certain policies regardless of if they voted. Uh, the, per- the, the person that they didn't vote, vote for ended up voting, uh, ended up winning anyway. Some good points, but not the underlying reason for why a lot of people were actually turned off from politics. And then Ebro chimed in and said, you know, along with the rest of the staff, well, you're the reason why we didn't win because you didn't go out there and vote. And and then he started hitting us with the talking points of people died for this. If you can't, if you didn't vote, we should listen to you. And that's where we are as far as our thinking. It, it seems like I don't want to generalize, but in a sense, I am. A majority, a majority, not everybody's under this line of thinking because we have some Bernie Sanders voters, but it seems like that's the way a lot of black voters in the community are thinking, and particularly how a lot of people in the entertainment are thinking. And that's an a, a, a area that I want to dive into because our entertainment, entertainers in general, have a big impact in the black community. And I'm about to go down a bit of a conspiracy Theorist lane, but it, 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 it's not too much of a conspiracy when you see how things have turned out for entertainment in the black community. For example, we used to have the quote unquote woke groups in the early 90s, or at least the woke messages in the early 90s, you know, from the Furious Five talking about crack in the, uh, in the communities. You had uh, Chubb Rock, who was preaching positivity in his music, he talked about putting guns down, saying no to the drugs. It, it, you know, it was all it was all about self love, 
Uh, you had Public Enemy, which was by far they was up there with pub. Uh, they were up there with the Black Panther group, as far as one of the most dangerous groups that people could think about, as far as one of the most dangerous rap groups out there, because they always was preaching a message of looking at this country. They always told you fight the power. They told you to pay attention to what they're doing, and. People were in it, and hip hop in itself was a revolutionary music. You fast forward to today, what has happened? We've got so many artists. Name an artist. How many times do you actually hear them say anything about politics? In general, do they act? If we're so woke, why are we not able to identify what a politician is or? what these politicians are doing. And it has a lot to do with the studios who took over and always told the artists, started telling the artists, put out more party music. We want more party music, not even necessarily positive music. We want more party music. We want you to rap about bling bling. We want you to rap about your your cars, your jewelry, your fat ass, twerking, doing drugs, doing drugs. We, in the, in, back, in the, back in the day, there was a song called Self-Destruction that told you not to smoke crack. Now, we got influential artists who've influenced the latest crop of artists to come out to do drugs. Talking about doing lean, doing molly. You name it, they're out there promoting them, they're telling them, they're promoting this message of drug use, of drug abuse, addiction, of, of vanity, you know, just just everything that doesn't have, anything that has nothing to do with community or positive imagery, uh, it, that's all they want to promote. YG made a song called My Nigga, My Nigga. And it was one of the top selling, it was one of the top songs that when it came out. I mean, that's how disgusting our music has gotten. And it's it's no wonder that with hip hop being with music and entertainment in general being the biggest influencer in the black community, it's no wonder we're not politically savvy. It's no wonder we don't have a, a better self-image of ourselves. We're trying to make ourselves into this image of trying to be like white people, trying to be corporate CEOs. We think that's the way to go. When we've not, when you look back in our, at our political fights back in the, in the 60s, the 50s, the 60s, and the 70s, we were more politically savvy and it was all about positive music. Say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. You know, self-destruction, you're headed for self-destruction. Even in the 90s, you know, like we don't have Again, our music deviated away from positive imagery, and now it's in this, uh, this, this degrading, non-informative, quote-unquote artistry. Listen, even Drake is part of that. Okay, that's how bad it is. Even a Canadian, uh, a mixed mixed-race kid from Canada, walks around saying the N-word belligerently. You know, he has some conscience. Let me not, you know, disparage him that much. He has some consciousness, but it's not about politics. It's not about issues facing the, facing the communities that he came out of or that other communities that purchase his music are facing. None of that. The only person who's actually out there saying something 
politically savvy is Cardi B. And I actually love Cardi B just because she's authentically great. I mean, I love who, who she actually is. She's somebody who's fighting out of the situation she came into. And now she's actually changing herself for, you know, a better, a better person, making, improving her life. Her music is not the greatest. Don't get it twisted. It's not the greatest. However, she's the only one out there talking about how Bernie Sanders and having discussions with Bernie Sanders about what direction they're going in. And we're not talking enough about that. And yes, I'm a Bernie Sanders supporter, but I'm not I'm not harping on Cardi just because she supports Bernie Sanders. But we don't have enough artists. Even she's guilty of this. We don't have enough politically savvy commentary or just informative messages in our music. And that's that squarely falls on our entertainers. Even Jay-Z is guilty of this. Kendrick Lamar is guilty of this. I mean, we're not as politically savvy as we think we are. And it starts with how we view ourselves or what we let influence us. If we're not for Bernie Sanders, and I'm going to go here now because here's the messaging. If you're not for Bernie Sanders, you can't complain about the music that we get, that we're listening to, that our children are listening to. We can't because the music that we're listening to isn't politically savvy. It's just a machine. That's all capitalism is. It's a machine. It just wants to churn out the next hit. Let me see. If I put this together and put this together and it makes money, it makes people bop, bop, you know, bob their heads and stomp their feet and start moving around on the dance floor. Oh, that'll bring. Yeah, let's make more music like that. That's all they're doing. And they will flood these radio shows with music, with money, excuse me, to promote this music instead of politically savvy music or a positive imagery laced music genre or, or song. We won't hear that. When's the last actual positive song that you heard in hip hop? I mean, God's plan was, yeah, okay. Sure, you know, Pharrell's happy. You know, not really talking about anything, just talking about being happy. What's the last song that really talked about positive imagery? That talked about political savviness? That pointed the finger at the structure of America and told you to question it? There really hasn't been. Jay-Z tried to put out an album, the, the 444 album, which I still consider one of the best albums he's put out because... It did have a bit of a message into it. I will give him that. I'll give him that. But it was from a corporatist kind of message. It was still trying to tell you in a way to look at the double standard. But it didn't go there all the way. It didn't go all the way there. And that was that's what was lacking from that album. That was the only thing lacking from that album that I wanted. I wish he would have went all the way there. But he himself... Jay is a capitalist himself and we don't understand how this capitalist game is working therefore we don't understand how this political game is working capitalism is just another form of excuse me corporatism is just another form of white supremacy 
you know, the patriarchy that is, that forms capitalism in a sense, uh, in this country anyway. Uh, and we haven't gotten hit to how everything is structured and why it is important to point out and question that structure. And we don't do that enough. We don't, we have this tendency in the black community to think we know it all. No, we know a whole lot. We don't know it all. Because clearly, if we knew enough, we would question Andrew Gilliam. We would question the Angela Rise. We would question, we would actually question Barack Obama. And we don't do that. We do this identity politics thing and we go along just because the person was, it looks like us. That, that person, that politician looks like us. I'll give us credit. We lost a lot of it, Kamala Harris and Cory Booker not being able to gain, gain a lot of the black support does actually give me some kind of hope that we are paying attention. But when I hear conversations like this, we're not understanding the full throttleness of what politics, what neoliberalism is. I don't think a lot of black communities, I don't think the majority of black communities know what neoliberals are. I don't think we understand. We do not I don't think, we do not, a majority of us do not understand how this works. And it's up to us to reach out to voices that are more prog- that are more progressive than us. Shoot, even a voice like mine's, uh, or somebody outside of their community that is a progressive voice and points out and questions the group, that questions the, not the group, questions the, uh, the, 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 the corporatist, out there, it questions the system, it questions it all, in the, name, in the words of Jay-Z, question religion, questions it all, and a, a big part of it is in our entertainment, we as consumers have to start controlling and demanding more from the artists that have an influence on us, hell, even the, even, even the entertainers, like a LeBron, who, who has to understand what we are looking at it's not enough to just be a successful successful at the corporatist game successful at this capitalist game if you're a black person it's not enough we also have to understand the structure and how it works and how it still disenfranchises us and how it still promotes a negative imagery of us and how it fails to inform us politically of what's going on it's very easy to point at Donald Trump. I don't give you any points for that. I don't. There's people who are more, well, there's people on my Facebook timeline and you know on social media. All they know how to do is point at Trump. And I don't give you any political points for that. I don't give you likes. You're, that's lazy. In my opinion, it's low hanging fruit. You know, th- th- there's a reason why he won, which a lot of people want to forget. There's a reason why he won. And we don't take a look at that. We also don't demand it in our music that these people, these entertainers, these artists, quote unquote artists, don't take a look at the system that benefits them, but leaves everyone else behind. And it works vice versa. It works both ways. We got to hold ourselves more accountable and it's up to us to do that um somebody get in a great example somebody brought it up but it's a good example because i was already on this train but 
it's something good to point out. Jay-Z was recently in a firestorm because he had a partnership with the NFL. There's a reason why people gave him blowback. And a lot of black people, a lot of the community, a lot of people in general gave him blowback because of what it looked like, which they were absolutely right. They were absolutely right. We have to be able to transform that into our music and tell each other why this is happening like this, why corporate game works like this, why politics works like this. And we got to start holding these so-called leaders in our entertainment industry who are the biggest influencers in our community. We have to hold them accountable. We have to start questioning them as well. That means if you have a progressive voice, if you see politics working in a disingenuous way and you hear a lot of our DJs on shows or entertainers, you know, not saying the right thing or only looking at it from one dimension, we got to start calling them out on that too. Call up these radio shows, hit them up on Twitter and tell them, you don't understand. You're not paying attention in the right way. You're not looking at this through the right lens or you're not using, you know, the right logical thinking to calculate why this is happening. For example, with the, and I'm going to give a great example with the Ebro conversation or Hot 97. And I could do the same thing with uh, Breakfast Club. So it's that, it doesn't mean the Breakfast Club is doing any better. And there's a bunch of shows out there like that, you know, from D.L. Hughley, uh, the WB, you know, oh, I forgot the name. It's the basically the old, a lot of the old school, uh, old school people listen to that show. They play a bunch of R&B, which is dying, by the way. Um, we got to start demanding that they take a look at these politics a lot closer and start to understand there is a way for this to for this to operate and that they use how they use identity politics to further their message. How they use victim blaming or or voter shaming to make you feel bad for having Trump or or the things that, that happen in your community. This is the reason why it's happening. We don't question the leadership. We're not asking these leaders. What is your message and how does that affect us? And we're not questioning this strategy when it's being shown that that's not working in the community. That's not a policy that's going to help us go further. We don't know. We, we don't seem to talk about half measures enough. We're not quite again. We're not questioning Barack. That was very telling that we didn't question Barack at all. There was one guy that came on and he got damn they're vilified by a lot of black community but nobody followed up with that because they thought he was crazy we didn't question barack obama i'm gonna speak about the name of dr umar johnson he told us that we should question barack i'll even go any further because a lot of people don't want to you know give him credits for you know that is a valid point for what he made up i know he's a bit of a nationalist and people don't like that but another voice dr cornell west he tells us to question Barack. He doesn't outright vilify him, but he definitely says, hold him accountable, and he holds him accountable. We don't seem to do that a lot in our, in our community, especially when we have these celebrities in our entertainment world leading us in the charge of the stance we need to be taking. We're not holding these, politi- these political leaders accountable because 
We're not questioning their strategy. It's not enough to just listen to the pretty words. But why should I vote for you? Just because you're black? Just because you're a black woman? Just because you're a Democrat? Is that the only reason why I need to vote for you? No, you need to give me something else. And we don't have enough questions like that. We only have people shaming uh People like Colin Kaepernick or others who say they didn't vote. And nobody ever asked, why didn't you vote? You know, like they, they never asked that question. They only go with the people died for you to vote. And if you don't vote, then you don't deserve a chance to, to talk it about these issues. And that doesn't work either. That's never worked. Exclu- excluding people from the conversation because you didn't like a lot of their actions never works. Asking them why they were excluded, why they voted the way they did, why they took these actions. That's more important. And we're not listening to those messages from these people. We're not listening to that enough. And we need, in in the black community, we need to become more politically savvy. And in order to even become more politically savvy, we need to know what's out there. We need to know what's actually happening. And... A lot of it has a lot to do with our entertainment. There's not enough of it in our entertainment. We're not getting it from our books. I did. I looked at a list of the 100 most influential uh, black people in the black communities. And in the top 10, seven, seven took up the the, the tech up took up the tops the top 10 spots. Seven. I mean, seven took up the top 10 spots. Seven entertainers took up the majority of the list. And I guarantee you, they do not know what's going on in politics these days. I guarantee you they do not know about. Don't tell me about Trump. I don't want to hear about Trump. What do you what do you see actually happening in 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 the political debate these days, in the political atmosphere these days? I would love for me to I would love it for them to prove me wrong. But I don't think they will because we don't hear it enough in their music. We don't hear it. And it's one of the reasons why we as a black community are going to be considered politically unsavvy. We're just not inform- informative or informed properly on what's going on. And I'll leave it on this note. Simone Sanders, a prominent political commentator that CNN hires all the time, uh, she used to be in, the, in Bernie Sanders' Uh, camp when he was running against Hillary. Fast forward, she vacated that uh, that camp and went and, and worked for the DNC, trying to get in the, in the Hillary camp. And now you hear her, you know, everything is anti-Bernie and go along with the system. She doesn't give us any direction. She doesn't give us a reason why we're going against Bernie, or a real reason anyway. She, it, it's like. You're you're further doing damage to this to this party. Even Angela Rye, Angela Rye doesn't give us anything. She's not giving us anything. It's just from a black perspective, but it's from a victimhood perspective. And I'm tired of hearing us be the victim. What are the issues? What who are the pol- pol- politicians that we should be going for? And no, don't only give me the black ones. Don't only give me the black ones. Stacey Abrams, we know what happened with her. Why isn't that voice more often? Andrew Gillum. Now, he would be an interesting case to talk about because it was very interesting that 
he was doing very well in Florida, and yet as soon as he and, and, and by by and large, you couldn't help but notice he was he was campaigning with Bernie Sanders. But then in the middle of his campaigning, he started walking and sh- and showing himself being associated with Hillary Clinton, and immediately started taking a nosedive. Coincidence? We don't talk about that enough in the black community. Because again, we're not politically savvy. And we need to reach out to more progressive voices. Again, black people need to reach out to more progressive voices. And that's across the spectrum in order to be more informed. But until we do that, our music won't change. And our political stance from being changed won't won't change. And we'll remain politically uninformed and not become savvy. And therefore, I take our, our political talk with a grain of salt because I honestly don't think a lot of black people, especially in the entertainment world, as far as politics, we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. And that's just the blunt, honest truth.